This is Roy Hales with Cortez Currents, which you can also access at cortezcurrents.ca. The Discovery Island's first homestay program will start up on Cortez Island this September. Rhonda Taramura, the homestay coordinator for international student programs with School District 72, explained. It's amazing that we're finally able to broaden out wider than the Campbell River core of the city. It'll be a wonderful experience for our district, our local Campbell River students, and for internationals alike to expand and explore and connect with folks that are out in the Discovery Islands. I look forward to the opportunity to come and visit all of you on a regular monthly basis to bring the homestay families together. Our area covers Oyster River up until Sayward, and then, of course, Quadra and Cortez. We have about 56 students, and currently all of our students are homed in the Campbell River area. We have not had homestays on the island or south of Stories Beach, and not yet in Sayward. I have had one person apply from Quadra to host a student and we were all ready to go ahead with that, but they had life things change in their life. This is the Discovery Island's first homestay program. We are looking for up to 15 spaces for students who will take part in the Cortez Island Academy program. We're aiming for five international students to take part, but we're also offering it to Campbell River students who may want to go over and experience the Cortez program. Students will be looking for a homestay for either um, one five-month period or potentially both, so for 10 months. What are you looking for in host families? What we're asking is that they have criminal record checks done first and foremost, that they go through an interview process with myself and we talk about all the various kinds of things that they can offer a student and why they want to be part of the program. Along with that process comes getting a driver's abstract clearance and a few other sort of paperwork needs. Then we really look at matching the personalities of what the student puts on their application, what they're interested in doing, and the kind of family structure they're used to. We try to make the best possible fit. So what does it look like in a day-to-day picture is that the student is integrated in the family. They are taking part in the day-to-day chores, activities, social engagements at the family If you're hosting a dinner party, your student is introduced to your family and friends and hopefully is making relationships beyond yourself. But it really truly starts right in the home. So we really hope to see that a connection is formed so that the student is orienting to the host parent as an extension of their own family. Host parents also have the support of our program, namely the homestay coordinator. So I work very closely with them communicating on a regular basis with my homestays, whether it's regular emails or whether it's texting personally back and forth about questions, advice, or just where do I find the travel request form because my student wants to do such and such. I'm always here and I'm really happy to get to know the relationship that you've got with your students specifically so I can be a support in place if my presence is required to connect with the student as well. We're really 
a program based in relationships in every respect of the word, whether we're making connections with agents around the world to bring new students in, or whether we are directly communicating with a host family or a student in a day-to-day sort of way every year prior to our September students arriving. We spend time and talk about the cultural iceberg. It's one of our slides in training, and it talks a lot about what to be thinking about in terms of cultural differences. What we see on the outside, accent or language or different foods, that is just the tip of the cultural iceberg. What lies beneath is much greater. It's cultural differences that run to the core of how a person experiences their everyday life, the norms of just behaviors and gestures and things that in one country can mean something vastly different than in another country. An example, in some cultures, eye contact is viewed as very rude and disrespectful. And in other countries, such as Canada, if there is no eye contact, when we're communicating, it's considered very rude and disrespectful. So that can be a culture clash where we see uh, some hurt feelings or misunderstandings. I'm here to kind of coach through some of the stuff. The team at the International Students Program is made up of four awesome staff members led by Mercedes Haydeck. She's our program manager. We also have Kim Sticks, who is our academic advisor. And Karen Giesbrecht is our administrator. And the four of us work super closely together. We have two applications already in from Cortez families. And I had the opportunity to meet both of them last week when I came to Cortez to tour the island and to, to meet those folks. I do expect there will be at least one more application that I've heard of that's on its way. I'd like to have as many as possible because I will be helping get the Campbell River kids also in homestays. So we do look forward to 15 or 20 homestays on Cortez Island. We don't know what students will be enrolled in until those applications have been accepted and processed, but we do know what's being offered to them. We are looking for those applications as soon as possible so that I can begin to get to know these families and come and visit you before we welcome these students. The homestay program is providing $900 a month remuneration for hosts, and that covers the cost for the student to live in the home, the food that they're eating. Essentially, anything that the student requires outside of that comes out of their own pocket. So if they need to buy new clothes or school supplies or they want to eat out and go socialize with friends, that's all their own personal money. Any field trips, costs or things like this, that's the student's out of pocket expense. Anything that they want to include as grocery items that is something that's considered quite expensive or not normal for the homestay, the student would be expected to also pay for. When it comes to having a student with a dietary difference, then we actually provide more remuneration for those students. So I believe it's 125 if the student is celiac or a vegan or something like that's to support the extra cost of groceries. Our homestays are expected to provide three meals a day plus snacks. They're expected to provide a bedroom with a door um, that closes, obviously, a bed, some storage for clothing, access to bathroom and hygiene facilities. They are also expected to provide guidance, supervision, and a welcoming, nurturing home environment for the student to participate in.
Now this could be up to two students in a home. If there's two separate bedrooms, they do need to be separated. And generally we like to keep the students separated based on their first language. So if we're having two students in a home, it would be someone from Spain, for example, and someone from Germany, rather than two kids from Germany. I do expect the strongest interest for this program will come from Germany. They are the students that generally choose Campbell River specifically to go to the Timberline Outdoor Education Program. And that takes them backpacking and winter camping and kayaking and things like this. There's a strong interest from that country for this kind of outdoor-based program. I'm speaking about the international student, just because our local students will need a lot of the same care and a lot of the same fundamental things, but our international students have more specific needs around support through maybe some culture shock they might go through. Homesickness may arise with Campbell River students, but I'm always thinking in the mindset of the international students because that's who I work with. The majority of our students are between the ages of 15 through 17, so grades 10 and 11. They're still minors and they're teenagers, so they need this supervision, coaching, guidance, nurturing, and support as any teenager does, especially considering they've traveled abroad on their own. There's lots of times where they're going to need to lean on their host parent as a parent figure. So that supervision piece, the guidance around how to navigate transportation or making connections in the community will be part of the host parent's role as well. The beautiful thing I think about this program is that it brings together people from all around the world in a really meaningful way. Some students, and especially in the college age group, come to Canada to study, but they'll stay in dorms or they'll live in groups amongst themselves. That's vastly different than a student coming and living in a local home. And that integration brings a real depth of relationship. And I think it brings a really beautiful understanding about how the world can function. It brings the student a greater awareness. They go home with a new sense of home and what the world has to offer in relationships. Our community deeply benefits as well, having these students come and integrate not only into the families and extended families, but into the high school programs and with the teachers and the coaches in our communities and the local business owners who are engaging with these students and just really appreciating their flavor and their different perspectives. It's just fascinating how different the world works when we consider the the entire globe. Campbell River is sort of known as a boutique program because even if we hit around the 70 to 80 mark number with total students, which we're not there yet, but that's the projected size of the program, we're very small. So with that comes more personal attention. We have a smaller city, but we're surrounded by beautiful nature and landscape recreational opportunities. So that's really attractive for our students and the agencies that work with us. You've been listening to an interview with Rhonda Teramura, the Homestay Coordinator for School District 72, about the Homestay Program being offered on Cortez Island this September. This is Roy Hales with Cortez Currents. Goodbye. <laughs>